What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bit by Bit podcast, the only show approved for robot consumption. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Phillips, alongside the OG Gray Jedi, Blake Walker himself. Oh, really? I'm the one. <laughs> you bring true balance to the force. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talking about Star Wars, guys. Star Wars. We're ready to jump into it. Not Ron Howard. Not Ron Howard. <laughs> Ron Howard is not directing the new Star Wars trilogy. Whew. No. Ryan Johnson. Yes. What What else has he done, Blake? A little movie... Uh, oh, uh, what's it called? The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Uh, he apparently did a good enough job, they went, we're gonna let you take the reins on Star Wars. A whole new trilogy. Not even... Not even Skywalker storyline. No. Totally new. Which is insane because literally everything so far has been Skywalker storyline in some way. True. Even even Rogue One. Even Rogue One because it was all about a cause and effect. Yeah, getting the planes universe. to Leia in the very end. I mean, I would count that. What What does that... We don't we don't know very much about what is coming currently. True. But we can speculate our thoughts on it. Blake, what are your initial thoughts on what's to come? Oh, super excited now. Yeah. Yeah. So so here's here's my thought before this announcement. I didn't know how I felt about episode nine being JJ. Yeah. And I wanted it to be Ryan Johnson just because of the stuff I've already seen, just in the trailers and whatnot. Mm -hmm. His cinematography, like style and everything, love it. Love everything that he's doing. Uh, apparently, he's like just a fantastic guy. Mm. Like, he never curses, he never gets angry, he's just very level headed, very creative. Just a stand up fella. Just a stand up guy. So, I thought it was weird that they didn't ask him to come back for nine after Mr. Trevorrow stepped out. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm excited because you knew that Disney was going to make another trilogy of Star Wars movies if they could. Yeah, you know they're not just going to do all these standalones forever. They'll eventually want to do a series. So that brings us to the question: What is it? Yeah, yeah. You know they said we're going to be exploring uh, parts and spaces in Star Wars we haven't seen before on screen. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Yeah, you know. I mean, do you think that? It would be trying to restore some of the abandoned, expanded universe. Do you think he would just go his own way and be like, nope, this is this is what we're doing now. We're going uh, into this brand new direction. The Metachlorians have... have <laughs> sorry, Metachlorians? I can say straight face. Oh, God. They've, they've evolved, and now it's linking in with Alien, the Alien universe. Oh, my goodness. So, oh man, where could they... Well, I mean, he wrote The Last Jedi. Yeah. And like you said, apparently he did a good enough job. They're like, here, take this. And, I don't know, restoring the expanded universe, I don't think is a goal that they have. Sure. I think it's something they want to naturally play out over time. Okay. So, I don't think they'll go into it with the intent of this set of movies will establish, you know... A lot of the expanded universe. I don't think that's what it's going to be. 
I think we have a couple options. We either go way back to the old Republic, we go way future, which is something we haven't really explored at all in Star mm -hmm. Wars, is what happens after the Skywalker trilogy. And which is what was cool about The Force Awakens, you know? It's like, oh, 30 years later. Yeah. I don't know. What, what would you, what do you think? What do you think about it? So you have, I would say you have a bit more um, in-depth grasp of the, of the universe that's been made, of the uh, established cinematic universe. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think maybe having a more, um, I know that, I know that like it's called Star Wars yeah, for a reason because they're in space, uh, and it's, it's a across, conflict. yeah, it's, well, it's conflict and it's across a galaxy, yeah. but if maybe it's more, more localized, um, it's telling a smaller story. Yeah. Like, we know how big the galaxy is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't all have to be, um, let's tell the story of World War Two. you know? Right. Where everyone's involved, you know? <laughs> smaller conflicts. Yeah. Let's speculate on each option. Okay. I guess is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. We go back to the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you played the Knights of the Old Republic games. Played a little bit. A little bit, okay. Yes. I, I was obsessed with them, loved them, because it was the only true RPG in the Star Wars universe, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I also loved Jedi Outcast, which is like... Okay, never mind. I'm, I'm just going to go like, way <laughs> too hard on that. I did really love Star Wars games when I was a kid, obviously, but KOTOR always had a special place, which is Knights of the Old Republic, just shortened way down for the listener. Yeah. Um... It was just, it was great because it established so much lore. It's like, well, you always hear about the New Republic, mm -hmm. you know, in, in the Skywalker franchise and the Rebellion and whatnot. Well, let's go back and let's look at the Republic, the mm -hmm. original Republic, you know, and when the Jedi Order was at its peak and oh, Jedi yeah. everywhere and, you know, they were actually fulfilling their purpose of being peacekeepers. And, mm -hmm. um, it's like... Those games are right on the cusp of when the Sith is breaking away mm -hmm. and, like, the Mandalorians are still around, which are my favorite. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So, before I go too far, let me just hand it back over to you. <laughs> I, I, would, I would love the idea of... I feel like the word origin story, you know, that, that concept has a, a dirty taste. Uh, it does, yeah. Just because of superhero movies and everything and you always have to start from there if we did a, an expansion from this mythological concept of the force down to um more of a i don't want to say a science but more of like a like a they know how to grasp it so that transition between new and established like you said with the jedi actually roaming around that would be a good starting point along with the beginning of the sith the idea that they originally were part of the Jedi, mm -hmm. and it it's like a maybe a it's like maybe a brother story where one um, separates from the other, and you think one is one is going to become the Sith, but it's actually the other. Oh, misdirection! Exactly. Um, yeah, that, that's a good that's a good thought. But I wonder what you're more interested in seeing because there was a point where 
the Sith, like you said, they broke away from the Jedi. Mm-hmm. There was people that started following the darker teachings and whatnot of the past, and they became the Sith. But then eventually, we get the Sith as we know it in the movies, where there's like the rule of two, where there can only be a master sure. or apprentice or whatever. Because the Sith are constantly warring against each other. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, to try and oh. be the best, to be the most powerful. A Sith war, that would be. I there would be go. down for that. Like an internal Sith struggle. Yeah. I, find, I figure it would probably be hard to get attached to any of those characters, yeah. though. Oh, no. yeah. Do I, I mean, want this evil guy or this slightly less evil yeah, guy? It's, this, and it's all Game of Thrones style and people dying off everywhere. <laughs> every, yeah, every movie, mm. half the cast dies. I want to see a Mandalorian movie. Yeah. 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 I think that would be interesting. Their tribal structure and... I don't know if it would hold up as a whole series of movies. Oh, sure, like as a trilogy. As a trilogy, but there is also the point in the old canon and somewhat established canon that the Jedi fought the Mandalorians at one point. Like, mm-hmm. uh, might have been no, it wasn't the Jedi Civil War. Obviously, that was with the Sith, but maybe it was just the Jedi Mandalorian War. I don't, I don't remember. Could be. What it, what it was in the old canon, but I want to see that. <laughs> okay. And I think that a a non-force-oriented trilogy could possibly hold ground. Yeah. I mean, Rogue sure. One was a prime example of that. Like, it's one of the best Star Wars movies. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that it could, if they had storytelling of that degree, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, I'm all for it. That'd be fine. But then we also need we need to predict their intention, you know, because if if seven, eight, nine is the end of the Skywalker trilogy, mm-hmm. then they're going to need another trilogy based around a family or whatever it is with force ability and with the whole Jedi aspect. Because that's what Star Wars sure, is, sure. you know. So is their intention to maybe pick the Skywalker franchise up later and this is a totally subset? Okay. You know, set of movies or so in uh, across across these two trilogies that we have established in this current trilogy. Yeah. So across these nine movies, um, we've seen um, we've seen we've seen the Jedi go from this massive size mm-hmm. down to. Like you know, the one la- or two the guys, last, the la- quote unquote last Jedi. Yeah. Um, I think it would be interesting to see all f- all currently known Force people die off. Okay. And uh, from there, we pick up later on, and it's you. It's almost like uh, what is uh, uh, life finds a way. What's his name? <laughs> Um, it doesn't matter. Um, that Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> you know, life yeah, finds life a way. Finds Je- a way. <laughs> Jurassic Park, and the the force kind of grows back up into the next, you know, generation. Would it be something completely different? You think, if we went that route? I think so. I think. Would it manifest re- in a different way? Redefining what the force is. Yeah. Could be an interesting take on it. But then are mm. we crossing into 
Are we crossing into X-Men territory? No, uh, maybe a little bit. <laughs> maybe just a little bit. Because, I mean, I don't know. The Force, I mean, the Force is essentially like a, it's like a, like a godlike thing, you know? It's like, yeah, it's, it's in everything. It's, and it's essence and energy that everybody, yeah. in, you know, if you have access to it, can just take, pull from it. Like right. the, like Green Lantern, you know, you, it takes right. from the same power source, basically. Exactly. I think, I want to reiterate my, my theory on the Force. Yeah. We've, we, I talked about it in season one, but it's been a long time. I feel like the Force is like a finite thing. Like, if it's energy, there is a certain amount of it. Okay. You know? So you've got like this pool of energy that is the Force that's laying over everything. And the Jedi are able to tap into it and pull from it. So, this is my explanation for how Kylo and um, Rey are so powerful. Because there's nobody else pulling from it. Because there's nobody else pulling from it. Okay. So they're, they're, you know, two of what maybe four or five people, if we really expand it out and just assume that there's other Force users out there somewhere, Mm -hmm. four or five people in the galaxy using the Force, they would be incredibly powerful. Absolutely. If that's how it works, you know. But I feel like it would be. But on the flip side of that, it's science fantasy. It's not science fiction. Sure, sure, So it could be anything. You know, there's a lot of things in Star Wars that don't make scientific sense. And if you have, if you had that scenario, um, either as the next stage or as the beginning stage, the origin story, and you have one person who's able to access it, and it's like, it's like old civilizations that would worship like the sun, like the Aztecs. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe that's the route that they go, and but I don't know. Could you make a movie out of that? Could you make a series out of that? You've got one guy that can use the force. Really, the only storytelling route you can take with that is either he's extremely selfish and keeps it to himself, which would make him a Sith almost, mm-hmm. or he's just teaching it to other people. How do you make that interesting? So let me let me pitch it this way. Okay. Have you seen Prometheus? No. I've seen, I, like, parts of it, but not the whole thing. I know I know what it's about. Yeah. Uh, Jenna saw it, which surprised the heck out of me, because it's not a movie that she would go see. Yeah. I think she was with friends. Anyway. Um, the way that it was presented was that it was just, like, a space exploration, and then something goes wrong. And then you find out it's the origin story of... Alien. Alien, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a little late now to hide the fact that, oh, hey, there's this new movie coming out, (laughs) and I wonder if it's Star Wars, you know. It's kind of hard to hide it (laughs) at this point, but um, if it could be presented in a way that it's not Star Wars, and then at the very end, you're like, oh, it's actually Star Wars. Wars. (laughs) Wow. Could they do it? I'm sure it's possible. He just has to direct under a pseudonym. <laughs> <laughs> have to have no Star Wars on the branding or yeah. merchandising. What else we got? What other theories we have? I don't know. I've, so let's talk about... We've talked about... Well, we kind of touched on the Old Republic. I think the Old Republic would work because a lot of people want to go back and look at the origin story of Revan. Yeah. Who is the primary focus of the Knights of the Old Republic, the first, well, I guess, and the second game. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the greatest twists ever that I forgot to mention 
couple weeks ago is KOTOR. At the very end, you find out that you are Revan mm. and you were like brainwashed or whatever. Mm. Um, but they have not established Revan in the new canon, and he's one of the you know the people's favorite characters. He even has like a Black Series action figure or whatever, um, okay. right along with you know, all the main characters of the franchise. So he's very popular. People want to see him. This might be a good time to kind of, you know, reestablish him on screen and in the new canon, mm-hmm. just so he's there for fans. And we want to see a movie. He's like a Jedi that turns bad and then realizes it's not good. And like, you know, there's things about the dark side he likes and the light side, so he uses those, but he doesn't follow the teachings of either. So he's kind of like a great Jedi in the end. But yeah, I think his story and progression is really cool. I don't know. That's one theory. <laughs> Did you ever play uh, Jedi Academy? Yeah, I played it recently. That was that was one that I played through, and it kind of hooked me because I found out that you could do like console commands and just spawn things and create many. I think I've talked yeah. about it before, but um, it was also one that your choices mm-hmm. could change the final battle that you yeah. get at the end like you could have a a good a neutral and an evil evil ending so yeah man wish i could incorporate that in the movies yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like all oh, the evil endings at this showtime i have to wait <laughs> they did that uh well they, they didn't do that i'm just gonna go off topic <laughs> there was the movie clue when they made that and <laughs> when they made that, <laughs> there were alternate endings, depending on, you know, what theater and what showtime that you went to to see who the killer was at the very end. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Something like that, like that's. Then you got people going back to see the movie exactly, like yeah, four yeah, or yeah. five times, especially in that time frame. I mean, it's like, oh damn, I got the Colonel Mustard <laughs> <thing> again, again <laughs> in the pipe with the library. <laughs> I already saw this version. I've always liked the idea of the Jedi Library. Yeah. Just that there's there's this mass of information entirely focused on this hypothetically strongest power governing element in all of existence you know it's a cool way to put it (laughs) (laughs) no that is super cool though they should uh i wonder if it'd be possible no because then we get back into like fleshing out the expanded universe too fast There's, they don't want to create too many things to keep track of, you know. Mm-hmm. But it'd be cool if you could have like a digital like Jedi archive and like go in like Scan actually through read things. through stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's probably enough stuff now they could do that on a small scale, just the stuff that's already established. Do you think they'll actually in the current trilogy? Do you think they'll actually touch on how Maz got Luke Scott Luke's? I think they will. I don't think it'll be in The Last Jedi. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, we know Maz is in the movie. And so let's think about this for a second. Maz, she would have had to have escaped either. I guess we don't know. It must have been on her own shuttle when mm-hmm. they got off the planet when they attacked her castle or whatever. Well, I'm sure she's hooked up. She's got a way to 
Yeah, yeah. Out. She so she got out, but she's in the Last Jedi. Yeah, I'm guessing they either meet her at the Rebel base, like she may just be there, or possibly at this new casino planet that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. That would kind of be fitting. Uh, but anyway, I think JJ will want to fulfill that storyline in Episode Nine. Sure, I think that's if Ryan Johnson didn't do it in this movie, that's something that. He will definitely do in episode nine. Yeah. Because we got no. Yeah. Because, like. well, especially since she said that it's another story for another time. Right. Like, she could have <laughs> just not said anything and we could have glossed right over and been like, wow, I hope, I wish they would have actually explained that, but whatever. But whatever, yeah. Now we're expecting it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they'll touch on it. I mean,. That's a whole new thing to theorize. How the heck did she get it if mm-hmm. it fell down the shaft in Cloud City? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, Darth Pelagius. Darth Pelagius. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, from what I, from what little I know about that, that book, um, it sounded like an interesting storyline that it happens around the, the, in the background all the way up to just part of episode one yeah um but it's not canon anymore exactly well but that's yeah and again expanding the expanding universe yeah i think that was the last book to come out before the canon was scrapped yeah now it sucks (laughs) yeah that's a storyline that needs to be explored Mm -hmm. i wish they would just like be like, okay, this book's it. Yeah. Or, <laughs> just kidding, it's all back. It's all back, yeah, we're sick of, sick of messing with it. We fired that guy who said that, don't worry about that. <laughs> Plagius isn't Snoke. They're not the same. Yeah, let's talk about that. Want to talk about Snoke? Yeah. So here's, so here's a thing. So Snoke, nobody knows who he is or where he's from. Mm-hmm. So there's this new thing that they just established in the Star Wars canon. Mm-hmm. And it's the unknown regions. Okay. So the places outside of the established galaxy mm-hmm. where neither the Rebels or the Empire ever went. Um, there are things out there, and we know that there are, like the Chiss, like Admiral Thrawn. Mm-hmm. He's a Chiss. Their whole society's out there and controls most of it. Um, Starkiller Base was out there. Um, and that's actually where the first, first Order like rose to power because the empire retreated to the unknown regions after right. they lost the Death Star too. Um, a lot of people are saying that they might do a trilogy that focuses on the unknown regions. Um, the unknown regions is this thing we've never touched on before, mm-hmm. and people are thinking that's where Snoke actually was, and that's why he knows everything that happened but wasn't a part of it, which yeah. makes sense. And why else would you bring that into the canon? Right, if you were going to use it, it later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think we're going to see a lot more of the unknown regions. Even Battlefront Two, there's a playable map in the unknown regions. So it's becoming a thing. I've heard that Battlefront Two. We've heard a lot about Battlefront Two. <laughs> oh lately. boy, have there's, we? and I and I've heard there are a lot of little story snippets that lead into um, Force Awakens into into how possibly how Luke got on that planet maybe 
Yeah, um, for sure. Ooh, I have, oh, sorry. Thought of something. No, you're good. I thought of something. Some interesting things that might give us some insight into Ray's uh, parentage. Ah. Maybe. Um, turns out Luke was on Jakku. So you know how in The Force Awakens they're flying through the destroyed um, you know, Star Destroyers and there's all the destroyed ships and everything. Yep. Um, in canon, what happened was after they lost Endor, they retreated to Jakku and then the rebels attacked them there. Mm. And there was this huge conflict that happened at Jakku. Um, Luke was there, we find out. And he was at the height of his Jedi ability at okay. this point. Uh, when this battle took place to the point where he was pulling Star Destroyers out of the sky. Huh. So... Kind of like, um... Starkiller. In the, yeah. In, yeah. Uh, the Force Unleashed. Yeah. Yeah, since he's not canon anymore. Yeah, now Luke can do these things. He's <laughs> moved it over. But in the book, it's like from the perspective of the commander on the bridge of the Star Destroyer and he just says, like, everything went dark. The emergency lighting, everything. Everything's <laughs> gone were crashing into the surface. Um, mm -hmm. So it's like this wave of energy hit them that they could see, and then it was just over. Um, and then it's alluded to that it's Luke using the Force. So, I don't know. There's something interesting there. Luke That's was awesome. on Jakku around the time, you know, well, I, I mean, Ray was left there. Mm -hmm. But... <laughs> I, I still stand by the theory that um, Ray and... Um, Kylo. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I still stand by the theory that Ray and Kylo are twins. I do too. Like that's I, my theory. I think that I think Luke, um, that having them together in the same place was like some kind of. It's. I mean, it's the same reason why they were separate. Why him and Leia were separated right. by birth. Uh, granted, that was. Was that because... That was to keep them safe. Yeah, to keep them safe. Because the Empire was hunting. Right. Right. They couldn't know they existed and... Yeah. So it could be something similar to that. It could be that they're so powerful that as... Uh, well, what was it from the new the new uh, X-Men horror movie that a, a baby snake is uh, more dangerous than an adult snake because it doesn't know how to regulate its venom when it strikes or something like that mm -hmm. like you know these these two as kids are just like throwing tantrums and like amplifying each other and they're just so powerful yeah yeah so he he brings ray to jakku and says well, well bye see ya <laughs> okay so let's talk about that for a second let's talk about this ray theory and how it could and possibly not be plausible. Mm -hmm. So say they're twins. Sure. Say they're separated at birth. Who does the separating? Would it be Luke? Yes. I think it's a... Uh, I think that's also why he's... Maybe there's a little separation between him and Leia and Han. Yeah. They're, that there's just some big conflict. He knows what he needs to do. Yeah. They, of course, don't want to give up their kids. Right. Um, so, okay, so here's a few instances I want to talk about specifically. Sure. Within, like, The Force Awakens. Han and Leia obviously would have known. Mm -hmm. You know, Luke's taking Kylo to the Jedi. He's teaching him. 
our daughter was sent away. They would know that. They would have to. They would probably know... I'm guessing this is where we get into the territory where it either makes sense or it doesn't. Mm. Either they knew she was on Jakku or they didn't and they just knew Luke took her somewhere. Yeah. Okay. So then we have these instances where she says she's from Jakku. Mm -hmm. Han Solo has no idea, you know, if it is his daughter, doesn't have any inclination that she is through the entire movie. Sure. But then we... Well, maybe. She, she's an incredible pilot. He wants to give the Falcon to her. Mm -hmm. There's like these little connections. Um, then we go on the flip side where, you know, they were spotted leaving Jakku with a girl. And Kylo pulls the guy across the room and grabs him by the throat and just says, what girl? You know? Yeah. And so he knows that there's some girl out there. Yes. That, why would he have that reaction if he didn't know, you know, she's... She's somebody that he has knowledge about already. Yeah. Like, she could be a threat to him. That's the kind of vibe you get from the whole scene. Mm -hmm. But then you get things like the end of the movie, where at the very end, Leia hugs Rey instead of Chewbacca. Mm -hmm. Was that something they just messed up, or was that intentional because they have some kind of connection that's underlying? Oh, gotta be intentional. You would think, right? They can't screw something like yeah. that up. Yeah. I... Oh, man. So... I, th I think that Han knew whole time that Rey was his daughter or figured it out pretty quickly. Because, I mean, if you haven't seen your kid since they were, like, a child right. and left on that planet, um, I think he pieced things together and there's a reason that he couldn't say and there, but and there's definitely, like, a fatherly, like, I want to tell you so bad. Like, yeah, he's just gonna give up the Falcon. True. Well, was he though? Was he gonna give it to her? Or was he just gonna let her work on it? I think. Well, I think that he was thinking about bringing her on as. Like that was oh, his way in. Yeah, we'll make up for lost time. Well, mm. play catch in the back of the Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, I mean, then I want to say, like, well, they're too preoccupied with dealing with Ben, but, but are they really? Is that a situation where you can just, like, set that aside to deal with the other kid? Right. You know, being reunited with your daughter after, what, like, ten or so years? Mm -hmm. Maybe more? Or... Definitely more. Did they say how old she was when she was left at Jakku? They don't, but when they show her, she can only be like five or six. Sure, sure. I mean, she's 20 when the movie takes place, like 18 to 20 years old, somewhere in there. I, w I was thinking maybe maybe Luke did some kind of Jedi mind, like, repressed memory type thing and, huh. like, locks it in or something. But if she was a, if she was a child, I don't think that that would play out as well. Right. Hmm. I don't know. I yeah, what what know. reason would they have to separate them? And that's that's probably the kicker is like there's not enough there to support it, so it makes you kind of not buy into it entirely, so it is still a surprise if that comes out to be true. Right, right. So okay, let's set that aside. Let's set that sure, aside for sure. Now. Because I'm sure we'll find out in The Last Jedi. Yeah. 
who Ray's parents are, or at least have a much better idea. So, let's set that aside because it's about to come out. Let's say they push this trilogy into the future. Okay. Let's go... Let's go a hundred years after Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. No, a hundred years after the current trilogy, which is 30 years after. So, 130 years 130. after Return of the Jedi. This trilogy's done. Sequel trilogy's over. Who knows what's going to happen. What do you think could happen? So, a long time has passed. You have peace in the universe. Um, but it's peace at a cost of dystopia. So it's like the Empire. Exactly. Does the Republic become the Empire? Yes. Just by trying to control everything? Yes. By trying to... By by trying to keep down all efforts of the... Um, what is it? The First Legion? First Order. First Order. New First... Yeah. The first by, order. by trying to keep down all the efforts of the new... You know, First Order, and from there, however many factions that rise up, uh, they grow into this evil empire. Okay. Okay. So, the Sith become the good guys. They're anti-heroes. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I guess, but it's all a matter of perspective. So really, exactly. But they wouldn't be Sith at all, then. They'd still be the hero. Unless they're doing evil things they're, as they're, well. They're, they're, like, they're like a corrupt Batman, you know, that's actually willing to kill. I got you. I'd watch that. <laughs> I would watch that. I think that's the only way they can go. Here's, here's another thought. Okay. That far into the future, <laughs> yeah. they have weaponized the Force for military purposes into gun form gauntlets suits you've got these things reaching back into the scientific explanation that was given to us in the prequels you utilize that that m word to just (laughs) to um create these super soldiers you just put the suit on massive trained you know you don't have to be born a certain way you can be built up into it okay and then you have these um uh, these this ragtag group of um, Sith and Jedi, who Jedi have been pushed down be- now because they are a threat. Yeah. Um, and they have to come together, and it's the story of the Gray. The Gray Jedi. Jedi. It's just the Gray Jedi Order. I like the idea. Here's what I would say, though. I think we're only going to have Grey Jedi by the end of this current trilogy. Okay. I'm for it. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, that's, I'm, that's fine by me. The Jedi must end. I think that we're, we're going for a broader definition of the Force. Something that... I mean, so... Maybe this isn't the best illustration. And maybe we can cut this if it doesn't fit. But think about it like it's like religion pretty much you've got like this underlying thing there's like you know there's god and then there's the savior 
and you know all in the same structure but then you've got catholicism you've got like christianity Factions, you know yeah. you've got different sects that believe and interpret different scripts you know a different way mm-hmm. and that creates them to call or, you know create these different ideals and mm-hmm. um, yeah traditions and whatnot it's the same thing mm-hmm. i mean the force is what it is and then you've got the jedi that practice it one way the sith that practice it another I think that this movie is going to neutralize that and take it back to the foundation of what the Force is. Right. I think that's Luke's whole point with The Last Jedi. It's like, sure, it's just ending that definition. So that's it's interesting that you explained it that way because the way that I initially interpreted the trailers, and I think this is the way that they intended it to be interpreted, but I don't yeah. think this is how it's delivered in the movie, it's an, I think that Luke, the whole the Jedi must end thing. Yeah. I think it's it's presented in a way of him being scared and being like, all force use needs to stop. We need to stop the jet. The Jedi have to stop. Like we can't. He's like Tony Stark in Civil War. Like who's going to govern us because we're so powerful? Right. Or Watchmen. That's the way it seems to be presented, and I think that it's actually him pushing towards the gray Jedi instead of their, you, you need to have full control over the broad spectrum, yeah. because if you, don't, if you don't know what's going on with the other side, there's this huge scale weighted of unknown that's going to just tear apart into your right you know what into your stability so i think that it's actually him saying you need to go and become this middle in between right and we need to stop the two different sides i think you're totally right that it's going to be about the gray jedi just just the understanding like yeah just what you said like you have to you have to go and you have to at least understand you know, what the other people are valuing and using. and I don't know. Maybe that is the story of The Last Jedi. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe Rey gives herself up to Snoke on purpose in order to fulfill that. Which could have been what happened to Kylo in the beginning. Ooh, that's true. You know, there's the theory that... I, I, I It took me a while to kind of buy into it, um, I'm still kind of on the fence, but when he's on the bridge with Han and he says, I, I need to do it, but I can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. And you don't see what happens. You don't see the lightsaber turn on, but it could be, it could be assumed that maybe Han turned it on so that, um, Kylo didn't have to, and that he, he knows what he's doing. Yes. Maybe? He knows what's happening and he knows that for the greater good he needs to go down this path into darkness to be able to you know cuz i feel mean, that exactly but well i i think maybe that was the original intention okay but kylo fell at some point okay i think that snoke has manipulated him to his own ends sure and that's why He's trying to make Kylo into a Sith because obviously he has like ridiculous power. Like mm-hmm. he is so powerful. Um, he yeah he just he wants to use him as a weapon, 
And then, you know, that also would explain the Knights of Ren and, like, them slaughtering the Jedi Temple. And you, it, it's harder to hold on to that theory when you know he's done that, you know? Yeah, he made an entire, <laughs> he made a Death Star out of a planet. Right. You know? <laughs> so, so maybe this is, maybe this is Rey going on a rescue mission. Yeah, you to know, save Kylo. From, from the darkness, because... I mean, Han, the 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 parental like bond is one thing, but she has like the force power, and if she's a twin, mm-hmm. and they come together, maybe that creates some scenario where they can create in the power of two, yeah, this new gray order. Maybe. That's interesting. I mean, how else do you end the franchise other than balancing out the force? I mean, that's the whole thing, right? That, yeah, that's that's what that's what the entire thing is. The entire series Bring is about balance to the force. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, we saw that through Anakin, and then we saw it through Luke, and it's the Skywalker saga. Exactly. Somebody's a Skywalker, and yes. somebody's gonna bring balance to the force. And as of right now, we only know that's Kylo. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thanks for listening to our first primer for Star Wars, The Last Jedi, coming out December 15th. Make sure you're getting your tickets. They make it so easy anymore. You just got to get the Fandango app, and it's like, boom, done, easy. You can even pick your seat sometimes. They're not even paying me to say this. I just love the Fandango app. Stay tuned to our Facebook and Twitter feeds to, uh, to stay up to date on when the episodes are being released. See you guys next Tuesday. What what you got? So it takes place a long time ago, right? Yeah, for sure. So the future could actually bring it to current day. No. <laughs> Open up New York City. New York City. And we ruin a franchise in one you scene. Got... <laughs> <laughs>